Hello, hey, hi. Real quick, real quick, before we get to the episode, and because I forgot again mid-episode, so I gotta put the bumper before the show. Oh, it's fine, it's a bumper. It's what it is. Before the show, I think they call it a bumper. I'm doing a giveaway for a Nintendo Switch Lite. It ends, this episode will come out on September 23rd. The Switch Lite ends at the end of day September 25th. So you have three full days, or maybe two and a half full days, depending on where you live, to enter the Nintendo Switch Lite. I said it last week, reminding you all again. Completely free. It'll be in the show notes. Just look, it'll say Nintendo Switch Lite giveaway. You click that link in the show notes. And then you do the things completely free if you're interested. And then I'll pick the winner on Thursday. So that's that's the plan. I hope you enjoy the episode. This episode is really long. Compar- longer than I expected. But uh, I think it's good. I, I hope it's good. <laughs> if you make it to the end, I think I'll probably remind you again for the Switch. But before you even start, just pause. Look at the show notes. Click the player GG Nintendo Switch giveaway. Fill it out. Good to go. Boom. You're entered. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 377th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ, and with me today is Will. I'm your host, Will, and I am officially tired of Minnesota, so bids in for my next place to move, because I'm done with these people. Excuse me? (sighs) Okay. Excuse me? Uh, Greg is also here. I am also here. I will be the other side of this terrible argument that's about to happen. The problem is... Because we're nice and charming and polite to people. And and Will's like, my cold heart doesn't allow kindness. Yeah, all of this is correct. This is one of this is kind to me. This is Stomp the problem. Stop on my soul, please. I'm from D.C. where corruption lives. How yes. can I live in this pure what land who's of water the, and who's sun? Who's the goblin in this situation? Me. I will freely admit, I am too much of a hard, cold, nasty person for this civil society of politeness. And, and here's the issue. <laughs> when <very> I'm nice. <laughs> engaging with a customer service professional... Say someone who's working at the counter of my gym. Yes. And I'm walking out of the gym. Yes. I I have enough in me to say, have a good day. Mm Mm-hmm. The response I would like back is, you too. That's not going to happen here in Minnesota. The response that drives me absolutely over the edge is, oh, you have a good day. It was great to see you come in today. I hope you have a great weekend. You're such a wonderful client. I'm so happy that you come here. Please, I don't need 50 words Oh, when I'm trying to just walk out. I want no interaction with you beyond the... I acknowledge that you are a creature that exists in this universe. I mean, you're getting the shortened version of the Minnesota oh. goodbye, so like you're getting I off easy. cannot stand... 
the Minnesota goodbye. The Minnesota goodbye it's, is oh. the way we show that we care about you, you cold-hearted please, people. P- please don't care about me. Please, can I wear get a T-shirt no. that says "I don't care, you shouldn't either"? Well, for, <laughs> your your first mistake is that you're that you like this is so. Minnesotan goodbyes is like a Pokemon trainer battle. The minute you lock eyes, it's on. <sighs> Stare down and move fast. Stare down and move. Fast. So now Otherwise, I have... you're going to hear about how comfy our shorts are, and we are going to tell you how comfy our shorts are because they are comfortable and they're fun to wear. And now, now I've realized why, you know, because my office is looks over a glorious Burger King, which the parking it lot does. of the Burger King is always empty, but the drive-through of the Burger King always has like 60 cars in line, yeah. and it's because they're all spending half an hour saying thank you for my meal. It was I'm can't wait to enjoy <laughs> this wonderful impossible burger. Absolutely. You've been giving me such great service today, and then the service professional is like, "Well, I'm very happy that you came to visit us as a customer, and you bet you're gonna enjoy that impossible burger. We make oh, it with bet. love. We do. I mean, that's oh. the, that's the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, if you don't feel appreciated, so like, I want imagine, out. I want imagine out. us going to your cold-hearted <laughs> wastelands of cold stares and icky cold shoulders. Uh, those of us who enjoy our fellow people, and you're like, Meh. Look, I acknowledge that you exist. You should be grateful (laughs) for that much. No, I'm not. You need to acknowledge, not not only acknowledge that I exist, but be thankful that I exist and happy that I bothered to come in today. Mm. Speaking of not acknowledging things, (laughs) we have a Pokemon show for you. We Uh, do. (laughs) We have a new Pokemon shown off for Sword and Shield, officially. Uh, We have some... Yeah, nope, still not that one. <laughs> we, <laughs> what the heck? We have some Pokemon Go news, uh, which I feel like we haven't talked about Go in a while. Well, nothing's happened in Go. There was some sort of community Turtwig thing, but meh, Turtwig, it's news. We have the, we're going to talk about the end of the season 22 anime, which... I haven't seen it yet! Sorry, we got we have to, we have to talk about it because literally... Uh. Every news outlet in the entire world tweeted about it, so we have to look. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know. <laughs> if you don't, this is when we should put the spoiler in. Pre-spoiler uh, that there's a spoiler coming up about a certain event that happens at the anime event. Spoiler, spoiler. Don't listen to this podcast if you want to avoid the anime spoiler. No, that's no, coming listen. At some to, point. Don't tell people not to listen. Listen to the podcast. We'll just let you know. <laughs> I didn't even know that there was a cartoon for Pokemon. This oh is news God. to me. It's twenty-two years old, I guess. Hmm. Mm. Okay, let's let's get the TCG news out of the way here. Hidden Fates Elite Trainer Box is available. This is off Pokemon.com. A wild set loaded with all times. All-time favorites, the Pokemon TCG Hidden Fates expansion is a collector's dream and a player's paradise. Those are both false statements, <laughs> Pokemon Company. The Pokemon TCG Hidden Fates Elite Trainer Box contains everything you need to start collecting for this unique expansion. In addition, the Hidden Fates Booster Packs. You can soar to new heights with a full art promo card featuring the first tag team trio, Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno GX. The box will also contain card sleeves featuring the legendary trio, along with plenty of energy cards to help you get into the game. There are handy accessories like dice and condition markers, plus a player guide that features handy card lists and useful strategies to take into battle. If you can find an elite trainer box of hidden fates, 
should probably buy a lottery ticket because they're pretty impossible to find right now. But if you do find one, it comes with 10 booster packs inside. Full art card featuring Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno GX. 65 card sleeves, 45 energies, a player guide, 6 damage counters, 1 comp competition legal coin flip die, 2 acrylic markers, uh, condition markers, 1 acrylic tag team marker, and a collector's box, which is literally the box it comes in, but they're going to say what? it's a collector's box. Why are they so hard to find? Uh, all of it. So Hidden Fates is a special set, like Dragon's Majesty or uh, Shining Legends. So it's not an actual like full-on release. You can't go into the store and just buy Hidden Fates booster packs. You have to buy them in spe specific sets like this. Uh, and everyone wants Hidden Fates because... It has a bunch of shiny Pokemon in it, specifically a shiny Charizard GX that is worth $600 right now. The best shiny, so the Charizard. Next to the Burger King is a game store. You're telling yes. me if I go down there, I'm not going to be able to find a box of Hidden Fates? You're not. Came Let's out on go. Friday. I bet the people who wanted it went on Friday or Saturday and got that. I don't know. Not a lot of people coming down to South Minneapolis for Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I may, I may have the secret source. Maybe. I mean, if you find it, cool. I uh, checked four stores so far, nothing. It's also like, you just can't like call a Target and say like, hey, do you have this? Because there are so many different booster packs and cards and they're in like three places in Targets that the rep will never know what you're talking about. Ever. Not going to disagree. I didn't even see it on Target.com. I don't know when they up, like, update their websites, because, it, like I said, it just came out on Friday. Uh, Pokemon trading card game Sun and Moon S11 Elite Trainer Box with Mewtwo and Mew on the cover. That's the old one. Not not in stores. My Target has those. Uh, Unified Minds, I think that one is. It doesn't say. Yeah, I think Richfield oh, yeah, has that. Unified Minds, yep. Some other TCG news here is that we've now seen some first Pokemon V cards. V is the new EX. I don't know. <laughs> there's EX cards and there's GX cards. I think right now we're in the GX format. And now they're introducing what are called V cards. So this was first uh, revealed at the Tokyo Championship League tournament. I'm not going to go through every single card, but they showed a Celebi, a Victini, a Keldeo, a Tapu Koko, and a Regirock. Everyone's favorite, <laughs> everyone's five favorite legendary slash mythical Pokemon. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Keldeo used to do work back in the day with that Russian ability. Yeah. Come on. Let me just read these again. Celebi, Victini, Keldeo. Three mythical Pokemon. This makes sense. Very popular. Then Tapu Koko. All right. You know, Tapu Koko got a lot of screen time in the anime. Very popular in Zekrom Pikachu. Just very popular in general. And then Regirock. <laughs> I mean, out of the Regis. I mean, Regirock is solid. There's no Registeel, though. Ooh. That Registeel card wasn't that great. Sorry, yeah, I, don't I, think they, I don't think they've ever made a good Registeel. Five first V cards from that we... Well, I mean, we've seen the... Zama Zenta and Zashiin V cards, but we don't know what type they are. We know the HP, we know the retrieve cost, we know energies. Everything about these cards are shown, so 
If you want to look at them, uh, I'm sure you can find them online. I got that off Pokey Beach, so. But I'm sure they're out there. All right, let's uh, shift gears a little bit. I got one Pokemon Masters article. This is off Newsweek for whatever reason. Newsweek is reporting on Pokemon Masters, probably for those clicks. Gotta get the yes, yeah, sweet, sweet Masters clicks. Pokemon Masters has added Lyra and Chikorita from the Heart Gold and Soul Silver games, similar to the this, recent. Wait, 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 wait! This qualifies as news for Newsweek. I thought it was. Yeah. Oh. Oh, how far we have fallen. Yeah. You, you say that every time. They fell a long time ago. The real and never news recovered. of Newsweek is they're desperate for one specific mobile game event with the word Pokemon in it to get clicks. Similar to the Olivia and Lycanroc event, Pokemon Master players will be able to train their grass type Pokemon much faster in the grass type event. Players will also earn special items. I'm assuming, I didn't check, but I'm sure Greg can answer this very quickly. I'm sure the pull rate of Lyra is 2%, because that's what Olivia's was during her event. Yep. Good old 2%. 2% is not thing. awful, though. It, it's not great. No, the thing that sort of annoys me about... There are many things that annoy me about Pokemon Masters, but if you're having a grass event, then you should... Also increase the pull rates of all of the grass types, mm. not just the showcase one. And they don't even do that. It's like Lyra is offering rate is at 2% and then everybody else is the same. It's just normal. And it's like you have the special grass event where you are specifically able to super level grass types, but your banner doesn't like, enhance the chance that you're going to get the grass types during this grass event. It's, like, this weird... They run this so weird. I don't understand their mindset. I believe their mindset starts with an M, ends with the honey. <laughs> Mud honey? I don't know what that oh, is. Wow, <laughs> throwback to the 90s. Congrats, dude! Greg, you still playing? Yeah, it's, yeah I'm still playing. I hate in every minute. I mean, so I I like the gameplay. I just, every time I have to pull something, I just get super angry all over again. So, and I don't have my, like, I don't, this is all stemming because I have not got my Roserade yet. And I'm real angry about it. Who has Roserade? Gardenia, the gym leader. Oh, she's in it? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen. I haven't seen most of the characters because anytime somebody posts pulled... screenshots, it's always yeah. Olivia, Phoebe, and... <laughs> Yep. Blue or Phoebe. something. Yeah, like, the, well, they're the top ones right now. Like, if you have Phoebe on your team, Phoebe's this huge tank and everything tries to kill uh, Dusclops so you can set up with everybody else and then wreck house. It's not great at balance right now. I mean, there aren't enough to sort of diversify that out so everybody's using the same ones. I mean, it's encouraging that this short after the game they introduced a new pair, which is like okay, good on you. Like, you have a good update schedule, maybe. But, like, you're still running all the other things really wonky. I, uh, was logging in every day to get my login bonuses, but not actually playing, and now I've just gotten to the point where I'm not even logging in. <laughs> I have, like, <laughs> I have, like, 8,000 gems that I haven't used yet. Give them to me! You know, you know, I, I haven't even been playing Clash Royale either. I've noticed. What is going on with this world? Here's here's the like weird state that I'm in. 
Because I was running, I was running iOS 13 beta early, so I had access. All right, it's to, just called Wisconsin. That's yeah, that's the weird true. state. That is in. the weird state I'm in. So I was that's running the weirdest. State this is in. this is like the weird paradigm. Let me let me try to insert some buzzwords here. This is the weird paradigm with games, at least in my position right now, where I was running iOS 13 beta early, so I had access to Apple Arcade. And for those that don't know, Apple Arcade is you pay five dollars a month, you get access to all these games that Apple has gone out to find good developers, pay these developers, probably not enough money. And uh, then the developers make games for iOS, Apple TV, Mac that can all be cross-played or whatever. And the none of the games have microtransactions, none of the games have ads, none of the games have uh, lifetimers or anything like that. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. It's like a really good deal. $5 a month and you get access to an incredible amount of games but they're actually good games and i've downloaded like four or five of them and i can't stop playing them and so it when i think of like that that shift in mindset of being like because that's how games were right you like go to the store you buy a game you don't have to worry about ads in your game or or, or like a lifetimer and then yeah. we like shifted to mobile games, which I, I mean, I'm still playing Pokemon Go every day and I still love it. And I did enjoy the little bit of time I put into Masters. And obviously, I've been playing Clash Royale for almost four years now. And I do like that game. But there is something that's very nice about logging into one of these games. Like the one I like the most right now is called Mini Motorways. And it's just. You're not playing Cat Quest 2? I know. I haven't tried that one yet. Uh, but the Sash. What? That's the, like your brand. But the mini motorways is really great. You just build little highs. You just got cars. Cars have to go to work. You build the roads. The roads get backed up. You got to make better roads or insert some roundabouts or something. And then if your factory gets behind, you lose. So it's just like get the high score of how many cars you had on the road at once. And that's it. It's very simple. There's no lifetimers. There's no ads. Game just starts up. I don't have to worry about collecting everything. I don't have to worry about a login bonus. I don't have to worry about like a streak of like oh i forgot to log in so now my streak like it is such a nice feeling that like i guess i'm not used to on my iphone (laughs) because like every game on (laughs) iphone is like timers and login bonuses and ads and hey come back in an hour to open this chest it's just nice and so So, like when i was thinking about pokemon masters i was like i don't want to deal with any of that and so that's fine i'll leave those gems there Maybe they'll change some things. They changed Fire Emblem Heroes. A year later. My gems will still stay there. And when they introduce a character that I really care about, maybe I'll have fun opening some packs. But not now. I'll save that. So here's my question. I used to be a huge fan of Dizzy B, Dizzy B2, Rolando, and Rolando 2 which were those classic games where you bought the game and you got the game, and that's all they asked of you. Are those available in Apple Arcade because you can't play them on the current version of iOS? Uh, I, kn- I remember Rolando and Rolando 2. I don't remember Busy B. Dizzy B, Dizzy B. I don't remember Dizzy B. I do remember Rolando. Dizzy uh, B is the fantastic game. Okay, here, hold on. Let me pitch Dizzy B at you. Number one, you're a B. Number I'm two, <laughs> you like flowers. I'm out. Wait, and I'm back in. You're in the garden, and you gotta collect the flowers or the fruits or whatever, and get them to the exit. 
but there's these bad monsters that if you bump into them, then Dizzy B doesn't get to get to the exit. And it's completely played by tilting your phone around. You don't have to press any buttons or anything. It's completely done based on the swirly thing that tells where gravity is. Fantastic game. I wish we could get it back. Hmm. Wasn't there like a study at one point? I'm just making stuff up now, but I'm pretty sure there... (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure there was like a study that showed that 99 cents for a game on the App Store was like the worst... Like, that was, like, yeah. a death sentence? That was, like, a death sentence. Like, Literally, you, that's you right. were better off doing, like, free, or you were better off doing, like, 10 bucks or something like that? I'm pretty sure Dizzy B costs, like, $1.99. They, they didn't do the dollar death sentence. Wait, 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 wait. Shantae is available in Apple Arcade? Yeah, there's some good games. Okay, so... Uh, what? This is not my kind of game, because I'm not a music person, but I know a lot of people were excited about... Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I think is also available on Switch, but I think it's like 10 bucks or something like that. Uh, Choo Choo Rocket is back. Sneaky Sasquash. Sorry, that one's good. What the Golf is incredible. I don't want to spoil anything for it. It, it, it is it is really good. It, it That is also supposed to come out on Switch, but I don't think until next year. Um, Mini Motorways is my favorite. I know nothing about Cat Quest. Uh, Dodo Peak is bad. Dodo Peak is just Q-Bert. Rayman Mini? Rayman Mini! But Qbert's an awesome game. Yeah, Qbert is yeah, an well, awesome Yeah, well, if you game. like Qbert, you might like Dodo, but I did not like... I don't, I don't know. I'm not a big Qbert fan. Anyways, Rain looks interesting. you can get a free trial. It's fine. It's good. It kind of makes you think about, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, the mobile I mean, games you've saying. been playing. Yeah. Also, you can pair a PS4 controller or an Xbox controller with your iPhone now, or your iPad. It's really easy. And it works flawlessly. Um, so that's pretty cool. There's another Exploding Cats game? Explotins? The Time is Meow? What is this? The Time is Meow. Is Look, I don't need to blow up any more cats except the one that keeps trying to bite my foot while we record a podcast. Choo Choo Rocket Universe. And speaking of mobile games, uh, yes. Pokemon Go October 2019 community announced. It's Trap Hinch. What? How are they still missing the ghastly? Because the Ghastly's already shiny. They just moved on. Doesn't matter. I don't think you're there's right. They could have done a, uh, there, that's, already, that's already shiny. That's already shiny. Sableye? Already shiny. But they just released Gen 5. Litwick? Good there you go. Litwick no, day. they put those Ooh, in nice. 10K eggs so that you so? spend money on incubators Patterns. getting the 10K eggs and then you never get Litwick. And then in six months, Litwick is just everywhere. And then you regret everything you've made. You've all the decisions you've made in life. <laughs> well, if you haven't done that already, you should start. Yeah, welcome to the club. Uh, this time you will earn bonus XP when you capture Pokemon. Lure, mag- lure modules will last all day. It will go from 11 to 2. Is it Saturday or Sunday? I think it's on the 12th, which is Saturday. Saturday this time. <laughs> the first article I got. Is Trap Inch worth getting excited about in Pokemon Go? I mean, like... you ask... If you ask the question in the headline, the answer is no. They'll do the same for everything else. The real question is... I just is, don't understand how they missed this Halloween tie-in. How? How? They're waiting for Gen 6 for the Pumpkaboos. Oh, for the Pumpkaboos. They'll mess I that mean, up, too. Yeah, they'll mess that up, too. It'll come out in November. It'll be like pumpkin pie week. 
Uh, speaking of Halloween, Altered Form Giratina Raids Raid Hour and Shiny Release. They just put it in the title now. They just don't even like. This is literally <laughs> off PokemonGoLive.com. That was the title. Altered Form Giratina Raids Raid Hour and Shiny Release. Look, they're just getting to the point. <laughs> Here's Giratina. You guys won't care. We made it shiny. Oh, shiny. you all care oh. now. Cut, this is cut it. to the quick. That's what they want. From Monday, September 23rd through Thursday, October 17th, Garatina in Altered Form will be available in five-star raids. If you can, can't remember what Altered Form is, it's the one with the legs. Origin Form is Snake Form. Centipede Form. On September 25th, from 6 to 7 in your local time zone, there will be an increased number of five-star raids featuring Altered Form Giratina. If you're lucky, you might encounter one. Start prepping to take on this Ghost Dragon legendary Pokemon. EX Raids was Deoxys for the last year. We got three months of regular, three months of defense, three months of attack, three months of speed. It is time for a new EX, which will be Mewtwo. Coming back. No. <laughs> Wait. I swear there was a Mewtwo right behind my house the other day. Uh, there was. It was only that Mewtwo's going away tomorrow. Oh, it was the raid hour one, wasn't it? Nope. That. Or something. That. Okay, hold on. Let me get through this first. <laughs> all right, all right. Starting September 25th. Trainers that receive an EX raid pass will be invited to EX featuring Mewtwo. Features. Challenge Mewtwo with Shadow Ball attack exclusively in EX raids. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Mewtwo. And then it explains if you don't know how to get an EX raid at this point, you have to battle, you have to win a raid battle at a qualifying gym. You can see if it's an EX raid in the upper corner of the app. And you then, only then, if you do a raid and complete the raid at an EX raid eligible location, you might get an invite for an EX raid. This Mewtwo will know Shadow Ball, which is what it used to know in the old EX Raid. Uh, Mewtwo's outside of EX Raids do not know Shadow Ball, and they turned Mewtwo shiny this week. So, this EX Raid will also have the possibility of a shiny Mewtwo as well. That being said, we have had only two EX Raid Pokemon at this point. First one was Mewtwo, second one was Deoxys, now we're going back to Mewtwo. And you are right, Will, Mewtwo was in raids this whole week. By the time this podcast goes up, Mewtwo will probably be over. With the exception that there was supposed to be a Mewtwo raid hour on Wednesday from 6 to 7, as there usually is a raid hour every Wednesday from 6 to 7, but something went wrong. And they canceled the EX Raid Hour, except it worked in Australia, so I guess they get two of them. And so they moved it to Tuesday. So this Tuesday, there will be an EX Raid Hour from 6 to 7. And then I'm assuming we're still getting our normal EX Raid Hour on Wednesday from 6 to 7, because that would make sense why they wouldn't put Mewtwo on Wednesday and put on Tuesday, so they wouldn't take away our Wednesday one. I'm just trying to think. I, oh, yeah, because the last article I just read said... uh Giratina this week, right? Yep. September 25th, yes. So the Mewtwo, so Giratina's the 25th. Mewtwo is the 24th from 6 to 7 for both of those. So there's two EX raid hours this week. So that that's fine, I guess. I mean, some people were <laughs> mad that Mewtwo's on Tuesday and they took off work last week for this and now they, what, whatever, I'd look. It's a mobile game <laughs> What do you want from people? I want consistency. 
something. I want professionalism. That. All those things. I want consistent professionalism. I want that crowd of people who Uh are standing because the taco truck behind my house happens to also be a gym that we're all standing there last Wednesday to please leave some space for my car to get out of the parking garage. That's what I want. Thank you. So the conversation could be like, how do they continue to mess this up? I don't know. I mean, they make, what, $4 million a day? They're not really messing it up. I I mean, they released Gen 5 recently, which we're going to talk about. Something could have changed. I'm not sure exactly how a raid hour gets messed up. They tried to fix it, and then, because it did work for Australia, but something apparently was still not right, so they rescheduled it, which I think is the right thing to do. Do I feel bad for people who took <laughs> off work on Wednesday to do Shiny Mewtwo? I, that's such Wait, a... I don't say... The raid hour is after work hours. I mean, well, not, that, every, not, not everyone works, works 9 to 5, right? It's wow. like the same people that are like, I'm so sick of Niantic doing ra- EX raids at 1 p.m. Well, one, you're going to them still, which is telling Niantic that players are still <laughs> participating in these. No, this time I'm done. I'm not doing it. So anymore. your first problem is showing up and telling Niantic that you're here. <laughs> Number two, not everyone works 9 to 5. Like, the 1 p.m. is perfect for me. Because it's when I wake up. <laughs> Things happen. I'm like, <laughs> Which then leads into Mewtwo leaving and then going into EX Raids, which people were upset about because people want Darkrai or they want something else in EX Raids. Which I'm sure... I, I want Keldeo. I'm sure we will get Darkrai eventually. But like at this point... It really, like, at this point, we're getting, we're, it, we've gotten to this point a while ago. The game is eventually going to run out of Pokemon and run out of shinies. And, sh- and I, I'm, I still am very adamant that shinies are not new content. They, they are making you do the same thing you would always do in the game, except that they're a different color. And that's coming from somebody who likes shiny Pokemon a lot. But if you're saying like, hey, we added new content for the week, we turned Weedle shiny, have a good week. <laughs> that is not enough. That is not new. That is not a reason for me to leave my house. Well, I mean, unless my favorite. You have a lot of reasons to leave your house. That's true. But, but shiny Weedle is not one. <laughs> shiny Weedle really is not high on that list. No, I, I agree. It's not new content. Like, just t- turning something shiny isn't, especially since rates are so weird and wonky like it's just not it, i don't i don't particularly enjoy attempting to shiny hunt in pokemon go because i find it somewhat like the fact that the first gen 5 pokemon i found was not one of the common ones is <laughs> just like mind-blowing how weird this game is sometimes the complaint about like Mewtwo going back into EX raids is also silly. Everything about this game is silly because like yes. at a certain point everything in this game is going to get recycled. It's already been recycled. <laughs> armor art well no they're going to have armor Mew coming soon. This is the second time we're getting third time we're getting Garatina if you don't like one was origin one was altered. We're getting Garatina again and we're going to get Garatina again in field research. 
We're going to probably get Giratina again with a different move. All Pokemon Go is, is now bragging. It's like people who go out on Community Day and I got 80 Shinies on Community Day. How many did you get? 79? What? Did you just start playing this game? How did you not get 80? What? You're not level 40 yet? Come on, person. Wait, I got not like Shinies aren't even good enough for these people that are complaining. Oh, you got a shiny drowsy? Well, I got a uh, 100% IV shiny drowsy, which, by the way, is still useless in this game. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> another bragging point. So people this week, they would have gotten their shiny Mewtwo's. But the thing that one-ups people is, oh, you got a shiny Mewtwo? Well, I got a shiny Mewtwo with Shadow Ball. Yeah! Like, that is literally what this game is kind of turning into for people. And, and, and there are definitely people that go out, do a couple raids... Catch a couple tap pigs. They have a good week. But the ones that are vocal about this, the ones that we bring up of like, I can't believe Niantic did this, or why did this break, or why is Mewtwo coming back? Are they unaware that this game has been doing this since day one? Like, how many times have we gotten Zapdos, Moltres, Articuno? Which is fine. Like, I think that's fine. But, like, the game is just going to recycle itself. And we're, we're now at Gen 5. The biggest gen in in pokemon the greatest generation some might say <laughs> probably <laughs> last us wrong. that will because of the amount of pokemon we'll probably get through summer of 2020 and then we have two pretty small gens after that gen 6 only has like 90 pokemon and then gen 7 only has like 70 and then we have gen 8 and then are we we're yeah, caught up but I by guess? that like, time niantic will have already figured out gen 9 and gen 10 so Oh, okay. I mean, it's just copy and paste, right? Like, they did have to take pictures of objects around their house and then paste them into a game. No, what's like, going to happen? this is Boxy, the box Pokemon. It boxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be, like, Amazabox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually going to be like they did with the original Full Metal Alchemist, where the cartoon got further than the manga had been written. So they were like, well, we're just going to start making our own story now because, you know, we can't wait for you. And, uh, and it uh, turns out it was a very different ending than has originally had been intended. Says every Game of Thrones fan. So you've just like exemplified that I am the worst Pokemon Go player because I, on Turtwig Day, I got three shiny Turtwigs and, and Greg can verify I put my phone away. He no, did. I mean, that's fine. Verification. <laughs> that's like, I... I like, got six. And we got Dairy Queen. You got Dairy Queen. I didn't touch that stuff. Vince did too. Wee, wee, wee. Like, okay, I have, I have definitely tried to, I don't know, have conversations about Pokemon a lot. And so when people you come too? in, <laughs> no, it's like, what, what, what kind of circles are you running in? So when people come in and they're like, how's your community? Day? How many shinies did you get? I can't help but think like, are we rating my community days fun on how yes. many shinies I got? Because yes. like overall, my community day was the same. I went to the same place. I walked in a circle. I then went to the mall. I walked in a circle I either got Panera or Five Guys. That's the dramatic choice I make on Community Day, and then I come home. And sometimes Boycott when five I guys. sometimes when I go out, I get four. Sometimes when I go out, I get twelve. But I the like the the, the Community Day that I got twelve on is not more fun than the Community Day I got 
five on, like they're the same thing. <laughs> it's no, like to not. me, it's like you did laundry. What was more fun, <laughs> the whites or the colors? I the mean, colors. like it's not to say it's not fun, but <laughs> like, I mean, we had a good time. We had a pretty good group this time around. We had a pretty yeah, nice we had a group. good time, and, and I got to see the Mall of America. What and we did a raid. Did we do? Yeah, we did the Deoxys raid. Oh, we did the Axis raid. We did. And we watched our friend break TOS, and then all of us had to say oh, in C voice, you're breaking TOS. <laughs> she trespassing? <laughs> yep. Yes, yes, trespassing. Mm-mm-mm. He was well, swiping. There's, there's a Clearly lo- when there's no swiping allowed. There was a lawsuit for that I recently. <laughs> we tried to explain it, and it got muddled. All right, let's take a break. We got a couple more things to cover. We got a new Pokemon, and... Uh, and whatnot, so we will be right back. Some more Pokemon Go news here. <laughs> uh, there's so much Pokemon Go. Well, this is off uh, PokemonGoLive.com. The world of Pokemon Go expands with Unova region. Snivy, Tepig, Oshawott, Patrat, Lillipup, Purloin, Pedov, Blitzel, and more originally discovered in the Nova region will be appearing in the wild. 2k eggs will grant you Patrat, Lillipup, Purloin, and Pedov. 5k eggs will get you Snivy, Tepig, Oshawott, Blitzel, Drillbur, Drillbur, and Fungus. 10k eggs will get you Pharoseed, Clink, Litwick, Golet, and Dino. I do love me some Dino. Yeah. Dino or Dino? Hmm. Eins. It's, yeah, it's, Dino. it's Dino. It is. Trainers, uh, please note, Trainers, Clink has been, hasn't been reported appearing in the wild outside of raids. This is off Niantic's website, by the way. Um, so the other ones can appear in the wild except Clink. Uh, following some travels for research, there are some other Pokemon appearing in certain parts of the world. Asia Pacific will get Pansage, the grass monkey Pokemon. Europe, the Middle East, Africa, and India will get Panseer, the high-temp Pokemon. The Americans in Greenland will get Panpour, the spray Pokemon. The Western Hemisphere will get Heatmore, the anteater Pokemon. And the Eastern Hemisphere will get Durant, the iron ant Pokemon. If you're lucky, you may encounter Shiny Patrat and Shiny Lillipup. Lillipup, Lillipup, oh, Clink can also be shiny, even though they don't say this in the release, which is weird. Introducing the Unova Stone, this black and white cookie evolutionary item will allow... It doesn't say cookie, but it does look like a cookie. Will allow certain (laughs) Pokemon to evolve. Uh, Try using it on Lampent and see what happens. This item can be obtained through research breakthroughs. Lampent's not a Unova Pokemon. Yeah, it is. Lampent? Yeah. Litwick, Lampin, Chandelier. Chandelier. Oh, ugh. I'm sorry. Middle evolutions. Please get out of my house. <laughs> this is my experience. Downtown Minneapolis. There are shadows everywhere. P-dubs, Lillipups, all of them. Can I find them? No. What do I find as my first one? Heatmore. Not bad. I mean, it's a good catch, but I'm like, wa- I'm literally walking around and I'm like, all these common ones are apparently running from my phone because I can't find them, and I stumble across to heat more, and I'm like, well, yoink, all right. I'm real dumb, so <laughs> bear with me. Uh, what is What divides the Western and Eastern Hemisphere? Like, where is that line being drawn? 
the International Dateline and the Prime Meridian. Yeah. Break that down. <laughs> Dumb it down a uh, bit more. Prime Meridian, Pretty. it used to run through greenwich england but i think they've shifted it over we've had this discussion before i'm pretty sure so england most of france spain portugal those are all western hemisphere and then everything that's east of those counts as eastern hemisphere all the way around to the other side and then like australia new zealand is the easternmost part of the eastern hemisphere and then like hawaii and that kind of biz gets to be the Western Hemisphere. Thing. Okay, that's where they cut it. We all debated about which Pokemon will be region-specific. They took those three garbage monkeys and they... Would you... <laughs> they those spread sweet, them out. sweet, sweet monkey boys. Keep your girls. commentary to yourself. Those glorious monkeys of elements. And they take up like six dex entries. <laughs> They're real awful. They're not. They're wonderful. And they make you think of, like, how food and Pokemon work together. What? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me of how many Pokemon this was. I think it was, like, 45, 46 Pokemon they released. 50? It's like, just under 50, I think. Something like that. Which, obviously, they have more to work with than Gen 4. Gen 4 was uh, drip-feeded drip a lot and not particularly good. Uh, I think we talked about this last week uh, or the week before, but uh, I'll just read the headline. We don't have to talk about the article. Uh, Pokemon Go made $176 million in August. We didn't talk about I don't think we talked about that. What? Why? No, no we didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> oh, Why we did so much? Uh, this is off Forbes. Why? Well, that was... They had all their events in August. Oh. What events? Pokemon Go had its highest grossing month since 2016, according to Superdata. Go brought in $176 million in August, more than three years after its initial release. Uh, the unseats, the, the usual chart leader and more heavily monetized title, Honor of Kings, for the first time in a good while. Uh, while Niantic's WB collaboration with Harry Potter's Wizards Unite has kind of fizzled out and sputtered, I'm actually very curious of how much that game is making. Go is stronger than ever, continued to the investment from Niantic in adding more features, in addition to adding more and more Pokemon to keep players engaged. I mean, the, this month was their ultra bonus thing. That's why Mewtwo, that was why like Deoxys was in raids and Mewtwo came back. Um, the ultra bonuses, but man... The ultra bonus stuff was kind of garbage. I mean, I thought it was garbage when I read it, especially compared to last year's, but the way that like companies sugarcoat stuff, if you don't remember what the ultra bonus stuff was, they unlocked Jirachi, right? Which they were going to do anyways. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like if you didn't as a as us as a community, if we didn't hit the goals, they would like hold out Jirachi from everyone. It's just <laughs> they're just not gonna do it. There's not right. So to be like, this is your first bonus. Here's Jirachi. It's like, but you were going to give it to us anyways. They also were like, oh, by the way, we're because we're gonna do a Johto week and we're gonna put unknowns in the 10k eggs and we're gonna bring back Raikou, Suicune, Entai, which is like fine. Bring back Raikou, Suicune, Suicune, Entai. We we just had three weeks of them. 
Like, you already just gave, like, bring those back, that's fine in case somebody missed them. But to say, like, we're going to put unknown in 10Ks, and I was already complaining about the unknowns in 10Ks originally, but at the time, we didn't know that they were going to be, like, 1% hatches. So to say, like, your bonus is you have a chance of getting unknown, which is incredibly rare unless you went to a specific event, but, like, not tell you that they're 1%. You have one week to hatch 10k eggs and hope if if you're a free-to-play player. Really, really hope that you got that. Hey, your bonus is you have a small, small chance of getting yeah, this Pokemon. tiny. A super tiny chance. Unless you spend money, which is like, that's not a bonus for me. That's a, this is an ultra bonus for you. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, they got the bonus. They didn't say who the bonus was for. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second week was we're putting Farfetch, Kangaskhan, Mr. Mime, Tauros, and 7k eggs. You might get a shiny one. Again, that's not really like, I'm sure it's a bonus for people who like missed out on those Pokemon. Sure. But because they introduced trading, it's felt less like a bonus because like if somebody was able to travel to these regions in the first three years and or they've already done this one before and they might have hatched you know, three Kangaskhans for the first time. Trading is a thing now, so it kind of makes that feel like less eventful than the first time around. Yeah, they could be shiny, but again, like I don't like sh ev everything will be shiny eventually. So that's like not a good selling point. It's like, yeah, we still have shiny Weedle, but when Niantic announces Shiny Weedle, I'm not going to be like, good job, Niantic. That was a sweet bonus. I can't wait to go out there and explore. And if I'm really lucky, I can... Like, it's just not a good selling point. Deoxys being outside of EX raids, that's... I mean, you had a year. You had a year to get Deoxys. I, I would love to meet a person who, like, never, ever, ever did an EX raid, but was, like, dying for Deoxys. Because you had a full year to do that. I am sure there's one person, I'm sure there's somebody who lives in like a super tiny city, they've never left that city in a year, they have one gym, and it's possible that one gym is going to be Deoxys for that week. I'm sure that situation exists, but for like the majority of people who play Pokemon Go daily, which they have the advantage in, a, in, in bigger cities, like, you had a year to get Deoxys, so I don't really feel like that's super ultra. And then the final week was... We're going to bring back Mewtwo, we're going to make it shiny, we're going to give it a new move, uh, and then we're going to release Gen 5. So again, that is not also like an ultra bonus. You were going to release Gen 5 anyways, Niantic. What were you going to do? Oh, you guys didn't do a good enough job in the summer. No Gen 5 for you. We actually hate money. Like, why would you? Like, nothing in retrospect, nothing about this actually seemed great. And... Look, I know there's a bunch of amazing people that work at Niantic. I totally get it. But but you but you could have done you literally could have done more for players that wasn't so egg focused, which is literally a money grab. Yeah. Like yes, you I made mean, our free incubator half off, but a bonus is like give your players something. You didn't give your players anything unless they either one walked a lot, two wanted to do one raid a day and didn't res like didn't spend money, or like three. Yes, you can do everything for free. I totally understand, but your time is worth something. So to be like, here are here are nine ten k eggs. They have a one percent of having the ultra in it. You're a free to play player. There's a lot of walking to hatch a maybe a one percent unknown. 
give give the players like uh, <laughs> like I don't know three free incubators a week if you're going to like hide everything in eggs. I think your expectations are just way too high. Well, then don't say it's an ultra bonus for us. Don't yeah. say that it's we... It's an ultra oh, the, bonus for the pay players, not an ultra bonus like, for the free-to-play players. The, the thing that is bothering... The thing that is... It's the it's how they message it. They, they were saying, <laughs> we're rewarding you for a great summer, but we're actually rewarding the players who are going to spend money to, to have a better chance of getting these rewards. Look... Burger King tells me every single day I can have it my way. But if I walk in there and say, I want a Whopper, but make it with peanut butter and jelly instead, they're going to tell me to walk out the door. So I can't have it my way. Well, Look, one, why is that your way? Gross. <laughs> I didn't say, I don't want meat. I just want the Whopper bun with peanut butter and jelly on it. That's a good bun. I bet a peanut butter no, and jelly not. with a burger in the middle is probably pretty okay. I no. think that's probably. Mm. I mean, but I had a peanut butter, burger, are, but I like peanut butter. Peanut butter and jelly should stay away from each other. They do I, not I, belong I, in the look, sandwich. Okay, together. bad example. If I walk into Burger King, <laughs> <laughs> if I walk, walk into Burger King and say, "Give me McDonald's," they're going to tell I, me to go to McDonald's. I I I want. <laughs> <laughs> There are restrictions, terms, and conditions, and look, the terms and conditions are pay some daggone money if you want to get an unknown No, they shouldn't bonus. have called it a bonus. Like, I, I agree, like, it was marketed not, like, hey, these are a bonus, and the bonus is that you'll be paying for our holiday bonuses by having to spend a lot of money for us. It's our bonus, not yours. Get out! It was weird. I didn't and also, I don't get a lot of 10k eggs. Like, I just don't get them. So I think I had one in that time because I play when I can play. And that one was not an unknown. And I was like, well, moving on. I'm not paying money for incubators. I got these 17 raid passes that I need to dump. Makes me question if those those community things they do are fake. Of like, hey, we need Mystic to catch I, a million they Pokemon. They are. There's no, there's no reason for them to be truthful. Because if you're truthful and X amount of people, like, you don't hit that goal, that means to every investor and everybody who's looking at that game that your game is dying. There is never going to be a time when they say, oh, we didn't meet this goal. Yeah, but in the main series games, they failed, like, they failed those goals for Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. Yeah, but they aren't trying to attract mobile people to spend microtransactions like failing those in in the game doesn't stop their sales people still pay those buy those games and play through the main story like the main story isn't hey hatching eggs to get an extra bonus in your game the main story is we you paid your $60 now you get to play through this game and everything else after that is a bonus to see what sort of events they can run in that game to get people to interact with their product no, nobody Forbes isn't saying, "Hey, Sun didn't meet his one million egg goal." It looks like that <laughs> game is failing. Forbes is saying they sold one point two million copies in the first week. Pokemon Go has a very different aspect. It, Pokemon Go lives on saying, "Hey, come get this game." There's a lot of people in your community playing this community game, and look. We've reached a goal of 100 million catches because that's how many people are interacting with this game. Like, it only benefits them to lie about those numbers. Yep. They gain nothing from being truthful about it. They never have. I mean, th 
For all we know, we've never hit a goal. Pokemon Go has no reason to ever tell anybody the truth, because the truth doesn't promote what they want it to do, and telling the lie, whether it's true or not, and saying, hey, we hit this goal, projects the image that they want. That, hey, a lot of people are playing this game, it's a very, very active community, and we're creating exciting events, and people like Forbes will say, hey, they made $176 million in August (laughs) by doing this community stuff, and look at how many people are interacting with it. Like, it's, there's no reason for Niantic to ever be honest about these numbers. None. See, yes, and and the thing is, Niantic truly understood what, um, God, what was that show on Fox in the 90s about, like, the dude was with Friends. the FBI and he was finding the aliens X-Files. and everything? X-Files. All right. X-Files. So, <laughs> okay, listen, listen. Niantic got the real message from the X-Files because you, you, no, no, no. You hear yes. the first part of the phrase, the truth is out there, right? The truth is out there, but the phrase ends, the truth is not in here. <laughs> The truth is out there. It's not in here. It's not in here. We ain't, we ain't telling the truth. The only reason I brought this up wasn't to, like, throw Niantic under the bus. But that was a bonus. That was a bonus for us players. That's what a real bonus The only is. reason I brought this up is because in retrospect of what, what Niantic said we as players earned this summer, two of the things were guaranteed no matter what. Jirachi and Unova, they were never, ever going to hold out on those from us. And then the other two things were Pokemon and eggs and raid stuff, which both can be accomplished by free-to-play players, but both are really for people who spend money. Yes, I understand it's a mobile game and they want money. And I really, I'm waiting for Niantic to turn on that retention switch because we haven't seen it yet. I thought we were starting to see it back in the spring event where they gave us free clothes, which is like an actual nice gesture to be like, these are clothes that are normally 200 to 300 coins, two to three bucks, but we're getting, we're going to give you like three free shirts or three free pairs of shorts. Like that's nice. That is something socks, but yeah, still no socks, but giving us incubators, giving us extra raid passes, giving us the new lures or something like that like there i feel like there needs to be some sort of retention for the people who are not spending money or for the people who are still trying to enjoy this game but are but do get burnt out from these sort of events there is a whole subset of players who will you know they will buy every single box that comes out, they will buy every single, they will always have max incubators. Not talking about those players. Niantic doesn't even have to worry about those players. Those players will keep doing what they're doing. But there is a huge set of players that might spend money here and there. But retention is so important for those players that I feel like this event really stands out as being like, not, in, not insulting, but not great for those players. I, maybe that maybe they just hold off until Pokemon Home, and then they tout that they have this Pokemon Home capability. Capa- like I don't, I don't know where it goes from here. But the Gen Five launch also feels no different than the Gen Four launch, nope. which didn't really feel that different from the Gen Three launch. The only nope. launch that actually felt good and unique was the Gen Two launch because they were like, "We released five babies early. Now here's the rest of them," and that felt awesome. 
And this just this just feels like they're drip feeding, which is fine. Now you sound like an old man. Things were better back in my day. <laughs> back in it's always yeah, been better back in Gen 2. That's why Gen 2 is the best gen. They got uh, it right. They got no. it right. Oh, go back in your whole to 1999. Man. They got it right in Pokemon Go. They got it right. No, I don't think Gen 2 is the best gen. <laughs> gen 5 is the greatest generation. Even something like here here's a free pose. I don't I don't know. Yeah, give me a free pose. I'm not asking for a lot. I, I don't know what else you do. I don't know. Complain to the wind. Yell at that cloud. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that changes at this point is the amount of money Niantic makes. And since, uh, like, why do they have to please us when August was their best month? <laughs> Ever. Exactly. It's like, it changes the amount. Are, are we going to make 1.1 billion this month or just 1 billion? 1.1. Hmm. Make the investors happy. Get get the board happy. If you aren't making that point one, you're useless. How do I get on the board of Niantic? That's How do the I question. get on the board of Niantic? How do I get on the board of anything that makes a lot of money? Speaking of boards, <laughs> the glitched Pokemon we talked about last week has finally been revealed. It and has. now I'm bored. I'm so disappointed. I was like, yawn. What? It's so cute. Surfetched Yay! will make an appearance in Pokemon Sword. But not Shield. Only Correct. Sword exclusive. Only Farfetch'd that have survived many battles can attain this evolution. When its Pokemon leak withers, we said shatters, it will retire from combat. The Farfetch of the Gallar region can evolve into Surfetch after experiencing many battles. They are calm and collected. And make Calling a it now, level 95 evolution. <laughs> they make a point. I'm sure it's a mechanic of like, they have to actually be in specific amount of battles. Uh, they are calm and collected and make a point of always battling fairly. They are so noble in battle that they, often cho they are often chosen as a motif for paintings. Of particular note of a painting, the famous in Gala region depicts a duel between a Surfetch and a Scavalier. Yeah, Scavalier. I knew a Scavalier was going to come back, because that one actually looks like a knight. Yeah. In battle, Surfetch uses its sharp stalk of its leek as a lance and its thick leaves as a shield. Uh, it maintains this leek over the span of many years and treasures it more than anything. When its Aww. leek finally withers, Surfetch will leave the battle and retire from battling entirely. Forever? Yep. It's well, you done. better keep that leak watered. Meteor Assault is the new move introduced in these games and is own, that only Surfetch can learn. Well, until the next game, then until everyone the can learn game. it. Surfetch points its leak at its opponent and charges towards them at great speed. The move is devastating and powerful. However, it appears that this move puts great strain on Surfetch, and it will unable to it will be unable to take an action immediately after using this move. It's just hyper beam, but fighting <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say like yeah is surfetch everything you wanted will uh surfetch is nothing that i wanted i would like to know <laughs> what the shield uh corresponding shield exclusive is going to be that is not getting released with such lauds and and honors it's it's shield dunsparce no yes and for all of you who say lapras when it's not lapras I'll have 
commiseration with you. I'm not going to laugh in your face. <laughs> it's going to be Dunsparce. Dunsparce gains legs and a shield. It's got to be a Gen 1 Pokemon. No, Greg. it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, nothing. Because Farfetch is a Gen 1 Pokemon. Yeah, and Gen 2, this Dunsparce is the Farfetch of Gen 2. Okay. Useless you wings. I believe that. I mean, it's it's cool. That's I. But it's nice. I just it does, didn't touch my heart. That's all I can say. Could be giraffe rig. Mm-hmm. That's also not a Gen One Pokemon. Yeah, but it's a Pokemon that doesn't evolve. I mean, are we? So there's same a, with Dunsparce. The well, yeah, but we want good Pokemon. It is uh, a good Pokemon. So it probably is going to be Lapras then. If we were just to assume Gen 1 Pokemon, we have what? Tauros, Lapras, Ditto. What else doesn't evolve? There's not a lot in Gen 1. I mean, well, like Ditto Mr. Evolution Jinx, even they be. got babies. Oh, I don't think it would be Ditto regardless, but I'm just thinking of Pokemon that don't evolve. Oh, wait, what did you say about babies? I would say, like, Jinx and Mr. Mime didn't evolve, but they got babies. Yeah, they got babies. Uh, same with, I would say, Magmar and Electrovire, but they got they got evolutions already. The super Farm. So, the, yeah, they don't count. So, it's like Tauros, Lapras, and there's probably one other that I can't remember. Kangaskhan. <laughs> Kangaskhan got a Mega. Yeah. Never Aero- got a baby. Aerodactyl? But Aerodactyl also got a Mega. Yeah. So, if you, if, if we're then to jump to ten, Gen 2 of Pokemon that don't evolve, you have Dunsparce, Girafferig... Mill tank, pincer, pincer doesn't evolve. Yeah, pincer but got pincer a got a mega. <laughs> I mean, not, not that getting a mega it stops you. I I don't know. Does getting a mega stop Ooh. you? Maybe it's Skarmory, and Skarmory loses its steel flying type and becomes fighting. <laughs> okay, it's not gonna be Skarmory. Why not? Because patterns. It's gonna be Stantler. Finally, something worthwhile Ooh, with this Stantler. Stantler. I like Stantler in a weird way. Yeah, it weird he, covers it. He's, he's all right. Cast form is going to be cast form. Ugh, the love... <laughs> love disc. Love disc turns into a love shield. So the interesting thing to think about is that with Alola stuff, all of those Pokemon had evolutions. So uh, Marowak to Alolan Marowak... Alolan Vulpix, Ninetales, Sandshrew, Executor. The evolution of Linoon, that's brand new, and the evolution of Farfetch is brand new. So I wonder if they're like... Also, like, this isn't, like, as exciting as it is to get Farfetch. This isn't new. Like, we got Magmortar for the first time in Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> they can only evolve in the Galar region, but... I mean, for now, until the next game. This could be, dare I say it, this could be some 5D chess right here. Uh Uh-oh. They're really doubling down on wanting you to have older Pokemon games. And they're saying, hey, if you want to surfetch for future Pokemon games, you have to have Sword and Shield. Because we're we're not giving you another option to evolve it in a future game. Whereas, Ooh, like, Magmort- like, Magmortar and Electivire and Ry- Rhyperior, they were introduced in Gen 4. 
but you can always evolve them in future games. You just got to find the dumb item. <laughs> you got to find that dumb item and then trade them and then they'll evolve. So like they've always been able to evolve. Um, I think it's great. I think it's everything I really wanted in a Farfetch evolution. I think I would maybe be more surprised if it wasn't like leaked. But at the same time, when I originally read about it, I was like, yeah, that's exciting. So I wasn't... <laughs> Is that a pun when you say leaked? No, no, it wasn't. I, what? What am I also? What word? What? What's a replacement word for leak? I don't know. Drip fed, secretly revealed. Oh, I see. It does though make me excited of what the shield one is going to be, because you got big shoes to feel filled with farfetch. Also, can uh. we can we stop pretending? I feel like this entire show is just me being angry. Can we stop pretending I mean, that's, that that's the brand? Isn't that it? that Farfetch is not already popular. Like Farfetch has always been popular, and everyone's like pretending like Farfetch finally got its due. Like it's always been popular, right? Well, I don't think well, they're saying that. It's, the- I don't think they're saying it's finally got its due because it wasn't popular. I'm saying that it's been so. People are saying it's been so popular for so long that they're finally giving it the attention. That everybody wants it to have. But it's always well, gotten attention. If that everybody is Bobby and Steve, because no, Farfetch could be forgotten to history for as far as all I care. so many... There what is s- the Unova equivalent of Farfetch? That's what I want to know. Victini. The Unova equivalent Look. of Farfetch? Yeah. Because Unovas were all copies of Gen 1 Pokemon. So, which one was the Farfetch? P-Dove. Look, straws have become illegal. Stop grasping at them. Quick now, fraud. No, I've noticed a lot of things in your fair city aren't illegal (laughs) that we've outlawed on the East Coast a long time ago. Yeah, because we know what's right. Maractus? Is Maractus the far-fetched of? Did you just say is Maractus... (laughs) I'm sorry that I've taken us down this (laughs) rat hole. Maractus. Back it up. It has to be like it's not cry cryogonal because cryogonal's garbage. So okay, Farfetch has always been popular among communities. So there's no denying that. I mean, if you were to re- if any trade Pokemon was ever remembered, it's ducks from Gen One and whatever that you can also get a Farfetch in X and Y because X and Y also recycle Gen One stuff. That's fine. Like, if we're talking about Pokemon that are never popular, we're going to bring up Quillfish. And if we're going to compare Quillfish to anything, we're going to compare Quillfish to Cryogonal, because they're both garbage Pokemon. But Maractus, a Pokemon that cannot evolve, I would say is probably close to the level of Farfetch. Didn't somebody on this podcast beat a world champion with a Maractus? That's true. Somebody did on this podcast. That being said, Maractus has gotten even more momentum. Some could argue that 2019 (laughs) is the year of Maractus. Who who would argue that? I want to talk to the person arguing that 2019 is the year of the Maractus. Look, the only thing that the (laughs) Bring Back the National Dex has done that has been nice and progressive is they all made fun of Maractus and how Maractus was going to be forgotten about. And then the same community got really excited when Maractus was shown in one of the trailers. <laughs> so if anything, Maractus is back. 
This is the year of Maractus. No, uh, this is the year of Goomaractus. Maractus's gooey friend. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have to have a Goomy and yep. a Maractus in your party. And a in your party, and then you get Goomaractus. It's a Galarian exclusive. Fairy poison type. All right, well, Surfetch is a thing. Yeah, and I'm excited. We're going to take a break. Last break. When we come back, we have our uh, anime stuff, which will involve spoil spoilers. Spoilers, and spoilers, our, spoilers. Uh, question of the week and our Pokemon of the week. So we will be right back. And we are back. We are going to talk about the anime, which spoiler, includes spoiler, spoiler, a spoiler. Good enough. Uh, ironically enough, we have uh, very detailed show notes. So if you want to skip this part, you should be able to open up the podcast app, hit the show notes, and then click the next timestamp to completely skip this. So why is that ironic? Uh, I just feel like no one uses show notes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay, but for like the three people that do, I put a lot of effort into the show notes. So. I'm pulling this off Kotaku. Ash just won the Pokemon League in the anime. In the most recent episode of the Sun and Moon anime that deb- debuted in Japan, Ash broke his losing streak with a championship trophy. For decades, Ash has lost in pivotal league championship matches. In 2006, he lost a heartbreaker during the Kalos League finals in the Pokemon X, Y, and Z anime. Of course, Ash did win the Orange League Islands, but that was two decades ago, and the tournament wasn't up to league standards. Uh, we can talk about that. I also still feel like people forget that he was asked to be a battle brain. Like, he did conquer the battle frontier. None of that matters if there's no trophy, Greg. <sighs> Do you want to know Ash's history? In Kanto, he was top 16. Uh, he beat Gary and then lost to Richie. In Johto, he was top eight. In Hoenn, he was top eight. In Sinnoh, he was top four. In Unova, he was top eight. He lost to Beyblade. <laughs> In Kalos, he was the runner-up. He lost to Elaine. Is that how you say his name? Alon? Close enough, yeah. Uh, and then he beat, if you were curious of who he beat, he beat Gladion. Uh, for the championship. So yeah, he won. I have my thoughts, but if you guys want to share yours, I have not heard them yet. Well, we all know that in Alola, it's the whole, what did they call it? The um, Pokemon <sighs> League go. is fake. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go. <laughs> it's all garbage. It's all, f- so that, of course, they'll let him win the fake one. So that's my thoughts right there. I see you've read the internet. Yeah, I see you. I see you are a Reddit user. Welcome, welcome, Reddit Will. Uh, I think it's exciting. I think you know, good. It broke the pattern. They gave him the win after twenty years. Good on him. Congrats. I think it's fun, and it's like it. I think it's also to show that like the series doesn't end when he wins right like there's still other things to do oh please let me disagree because now what's going to happen is since he's won the championship this new series that they've teased that's the next one no ash as the lead character it's gonna be a new lead character you know, uh, who, Walt Disney was so successful be? that they just stopped using Mickey Mouse altogether. They just I mean, pretty out. much all I see is Ariel left and right, and I don't care for no mermaids. 
You, where are you looking? Look, I hate Disney, Because we need to okay? turn them into Disney so they get copyright <laughs> sued. <laughs> well, I mean, the new Pokemon world, isn't the anime supposed to be all over the world? So Ash will be yeah. in there somewhere. Uh, mm. The new anime is going to be Ash. There's not, they're not going to, like, put Ash off to the side as, like, some reoccurring character. He's How much w- money you want to put on that? hundred bucks. Hundred dollars, easy. They've already pr- they've already rebooted Ash. So why? I got thoughts. <laughs> if we're if we're talking not about his win, let's yeah. Because I I have thoughts about that. If we're talking about the future anime and that getting rebooted and whether or not Ash is going to be in it because he won here, I think two things. Ash has always set out to be a Pokemon master. I think winning one league does not make you a Pokemon master. Number two, they've already rebooted Ash twice. They rebooted Ash in I Choose You, and they rebooted Ash again. Movies don't count. Movies don't count. Yes, they do. They 100% do. And they rebooted Ash in The Power of Us. So they have already taken the risks to reboot Ash, and it's paid off for them. The Ash in I Choose You is totally different than the Ash from movies 1 through 19, which have fit perfectly in Ash's journey. And then they rebooted Ash again in The Power of Us. Like, yes, it has some characteristics of Ash, but that Ash is different than the Ash from I Choose You, which is different than the Ash from the first 19 movies. So they have already proven to reboot Ash and not scared to use him, and it still paid off for them. Let me give you an alternate take. They've known for maybe one, two, three years that they're planning on getting rid of Ash. So they're like, hey, creative directive people, do whatever you want. This character's OTD out the door. So make him (laughs) wild. Make him crazy. His origin story in the trash can. Do whatever you want because we're going to get Serena now and she's going to be the main character. Nobody cares about Serena. I care about Serena. I'm not a nobody. Well, like Sun and Moon does a really good job at introducing other characters and not focusing on Ash enough. But I don't think Serena's ever going to hit the headlines of ESPN or I don't know, CNET <laughs> or Forbes. Or CNN. L- so that's it. CNN. That they, now they, they jumped the shark and it's time to no, they, they made it onto ESPN. The, and the, it's like, I mean, I'm surprised gone, time that, to go. That the headline is an Ash has finally become a Pokemon master and woke up from his coma. Oh god. The the that <laughs> If if anything, the fact It's all worth it for that. Oh god. <laughs> the coolest part of Ash winning was seeing ESPN and CNN tweet about it, but that also just proves how iconic of a character Ash is and why they're just not going to throw him away. No, he's going to become the champion of the world and then he will be revealed to be a not benevolent Pokemon master, and the new characters will have to rise up to overthrow his dark and evil reign. This is why you are such a great game master, Greg. You've got it. <laughs> Ash's win was good, though. It was fine. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I am excited to see it when I catch up. I am very far behind. Let's have I'm a viewing party space. over at my house. Okay, the, cool. I think the actual final episode for English will be January 8th or something. 
That's how far the English is behind the Japanese. Um, the season 22 is not over. Uh, when Ash wins the trophy, Guzzlord shows up, which is the, st- the standard pattern of something bad happens during the league, <laughs> which then puts it into its final arc. So to bring up what Will brought up, two things. A lot of people don't acknowledge the Orange League stuff. Um, and then a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people is the right word. Uh, there are a certain group of people that are still very um, jaded about Ash's loss in Kalos. And they have brought that all through the Sun and Moon series. <laughs> and they dislike the Sun and Moon series. And so they don't believe that Ash's win counts because of how the league was set up. So just for some references here, the Orange League... If you don't know, the entire Orange League season of why it's like so different is because it was a filler season. It was not exactly planned, um, but because of the success of Red and Blue and because of the success of the TV show, uh, they ran out of time making the second season of him going to Johto. So all of that season is a filler season, which is probably why it seems a little bit weirder than the other seasons in retrospect. The actual quote-unquote league that Ash has to do is he has to battle four island gym leaders. Ones you could argue maybe they were kahunas. And then had to battle Drake at the end. And once he beat Drake, he became the champion of the Orange League. There was no actual tournament. Um, And whether or not you as a listener want to count that as Ash winning a league... Uh, it seems like the Pokemon company doesn't want to acknowledge that. <laughs> they they don't talk about it a lot or bring it up. Um, and it's probably because that season was so irrelevant to them in retrospect. They like needed just content on TV. And so they made it up real quick. And I'm not sh- I would love to hear the entire story of that. But in the sense of a league, it's it's actually not. And in sense of like the Pokemon company acknowledging it, they really don't. That's kind of the history there. Going back to now why some people feel that this win was not good enough. Um, So the Alola League was set up a little bit different than past leagues. Uh, So for example, with I'll just use the Kalos League, for example, you had to get, you know, eight badges to get in and then you have to go through the tournament and stuff. And this, they set it up where it was a battle royale, um, which... Anyone could enter. So some people point like, oh, one dude brought in his one magic carp and he entered. So that doesn't feel like a real league of actual competition. Um, but there were 16 people standing at the end and those were the 16 best trainers in Alola. So I think that's kind of a poor excuse. Uh, because like if you go to literally any tournament in real life, you have like you have to weed out the bad people like anyone can sign up for Pokemon Nationals, and if you've never participated in a tournament before and you have a lousy deck, but you make it to the finals, you're going to get an invite to Worlds. So I always, I personally find that excuse to be bad, that because it started off as a Battle Royale and because one dude brought his Magikarp because that was the only Pokemon, you don't see validity in that league, I think is kind of reaching for straws, but I, I don't know. I don't know what your guys' opinion on that is. Well, well the I mean, they term don't is show. grasping at straws, yeah. but um, I also agree. Yes, because actually that's the way like like real world Pokemon competitions happen, right? Even at, at Worlds, there's the last chance qualifier. Literally anybody can sign up for that 
named Will Anderson bring some garbage <laughs> team and say, hey, I competed at Worlds. I mean, we also like don't see the the masses of who get wiped out in the first round in all these other leagues. They don't focus <laughs> on them. Yep, that's true. They also don't focus on what happens after Ash loses. We don't know what those other teams were that beat him. Nope. Which it's was like, well, it's done. Some people argued that this wasn't Ash's strongest team. Well, he won. I mean, he won. Who's doing these evaluations? Dude, chill. For those that are not following the anime, he has Pikachu. He has a Rowlet, which he never evolves. He has a Tora Cat, which he evolved from a Litten. He has a uh, Dusk form, Lycanroc. And he has a Melmetal. That is his entire team. Um, he did not catch that many Pokemon in Alola. You could, some people might chalk that up to Ash being a bad trainer, uh, but I would say in reality, the reason they probably didn't have him catch a lot is because they, unlike other seasons, they had way more characters to focus on, like Lana they and Lily. They had a lot of characters. So they had moments of catching Pokemon, like how um, Lana got Eevee and how like Sophocles got Chargebug. And yeah, I, I took, like, Brock and Misty got Pokemon in the past, but... Yeah, but they always had, like, two companions, and this was sick. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot more. It was, this is a lot of people for me to not care about. Oh. Oh, Greg. come on. I don't care about Sophocles and his That's not very bug. Minnesota of you. You're, you're non-Minnesota you're showing. Oh, good. You're rubbing off. It's the DC infection. I don't think Ash winning makes the anime better. Which is like so, like a stigma I feel like has always happened in the last 22 years. As like, even if you like read the headlines of these things of like, after 22 years, Ash finally wins. At the end of the day, as exciting as it was and as cool as it was to see everyone so excited. And like people I haven't talked to in forever, like reach out to me to be like, did you yeah. see Ash won? Like, what? <laughs> like, because that news hit so many people. Ash winning never mattered in the grand scheme of the anime. Even if you were salty that he lost Kalos and he won there, I don't, it doesn't just make the anime suddenly better, right? Like, if he won Kalos and we went into Sun and Moon, those pe anybody who have, has thoughts about Sun and Moon are still going to have the same thoughts. I think it's cool that, that Ash as a main character doesn't always win because I don't think that's the point of the show. The point of the show is like, look, you lost. But that that's so irrelevant in the grand scheme of, like, this adventure you went on and the friends you made and the Pokemon you've collected, uh, which is, like, ultimately the lesson they're trying to teach. But, man, winning a tournament is hard. For anyone that's, like, uh, Ash never wins or I can't believe he won this one. Have you ever entered a tournament? <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly hard and incredibly diff difficult. Like, the best I've ever done was at... Uh, indiana regionals where there was like 300 players and i came top eight and it was so nerve-wracking and so i don't want anyone to talk to me i'm really stressed i keep winning this is unusual <laughs> i can't leave early to go get orange julius at the mall uh, <laughs> i'm so hungry but i don't have time for lunch competitions are hard I mean, I, I did it for three years, competitively played, like, literally every weekend for three years, I would go to a tournament. Every night, I would practice with different decks and read people's analyses, and out of all those matches to come in, like, a top eight, like, felt incredible. And it probably would have felt even great if I was to move on to top four or top two or something, but 
you know, I made a mistake, which ironically, if you watch the anime, Ash makes mistakes all the time, and it's somehow shocking to people. <laughs> again, first mistake is entering Pokemon tournaments. Again, I don't think people have ever participated in tournaments that are making these judgments, but, like, as somebody who has played many of many matches of anything it's very easy to make mistakes even if you go back to the time where it was wolf glick versus ray rizzo in the championship match wolf glick made a very obvious mistake he used like a non-effective move against another poke like another person and you could argue like these are the two best players and that dude just made a mistake Hey, they write into the shows how Ash makes mistakes battling. Like, it is just the nature of storytelling is good players make mistakes. I, I find him winning this believable. I found, I found him losing in X and Y believable. Um, I found him losing in black and white believable. There's a difference between like writing your story to be at least believable or acceptable and like, writing your story to fit some fantasy booking i guess it's also a fictional story and any outcome is possible <laughs> but if you do watch the battle with him against Gla gladion it is it's a pretty cool battle i don't think it's the best battle the anime has ever done i think it's the uh, the story they were telling between gladion and ash throughout that series is is fine I, again i don't think it's the best rivalry he has ever had uh, but i think gladion as a character is very cool I think his attitude towards Ash is interesting, um, and that payoff in that storytelling, I think, made sense. I think all of it is fine. I think the an this that's how I would sum up all the Pokemon anime. Fine. Greg, give us our question of the week. Slack, I hear you asking the question of the week. Very soulful. I guess we could do both of these questions because one yeah. one is one is one I have a real short answer for. The other one's probably longer. <laughs> uh, we'll do Catherine's first. Are community days getting stale in Pokemon Go? How would you improve them? They are. I think they. I think they are. I mean, like it's it's the same thing. You go like I think we all say like we go for shorter and shorter amounts of time. We catch the minimum that we expect that we want and then leave. I think they can make them more exciting by making them like more like mini go facts, like having the daily tasks you get do a little bit more different things than like keep catching Turtwig. Like they could have you, they could arrange it in a little bit different way or catch different spawns that they might add into community today. So there's a bit more activity and reasons to move around other than just walking around to the circle in the mall. I mean, so I think they do, they like, GoFest was so much fun and all the things felt really great. And, like, they could take elements from that and make Community Day more exciting. Because right now it's just like, go mall, catch three, leave. I mean, for me, Community Days are all about making time to spend time with my friends. So I, that's what's important to me. The Pokemon part is ancillary and is just kind of the opportunity to get together with my friends. I mean, I guess if if you need more than that, um, make cash prizes. There you go. Cash prizes for community days. They've got the money for it. I think community day would be slightly less stale. I I think, yeah, I've, I've been saying this for months that community day feels super stale. The thing that I think would definitely dramat dramatically improve it is if they control the raids during that time. Um, Especially when community day is... is 
you're you're already putting people like the reason that the 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 dinner raids the six to seven works out is because they're scheduled so you don't have to resort to discord or facebook to you know get people to meet up it's just we know now at this point that in this hour these raids will spawn and people will show up and you will have people to do them with and they could really leverage that for community day Whereas if it's 11 to 2, an hour in, turn all the raids into whatever the Pokemon is, Deoxys or Mewtwo, whatever the Pokemon is for the, the month or the week. And then maybe an hour later, turn them all into the Community Day Pokemon. And then maybe the last hour, turn them all into something else. You already have the people out there playing. And the fact that I, it, the fact that most community days when I play at the park and I see seven gyms in this park and in that three hour period, maybe one or two will be actual raids. In Turtwig Day, the only raid I saw was an Alolan Executor. And I did it because whatever, I got my free raid pass. But I feel like you're, you're, that makes community day way more exciting. Um, you're already there. So if you're, you know, if whatever, Reggie Gigas comes out and I don't want to resort to Discord or Facebook. I know that on community day there will be Reggie Gigas raids guaranteed. I'll be able there will already be people there. I will get my free raid pass. I am probably more inclined to buy more raid passes. Like you literally have everything set up. The most important part to Niantic is getting these players outside and doing their game. I think that just makes community day like another thing to look forward to, right? I can get my raids done, I can get my shiny Pokemon, I can actually be playing Pokemon among other Pokemon players without resorting to Discord and Facebook, and I think that would make Community Day a lot better. Yeah, I do like getting, like, doing raids and stuff on Community Day, because once again, I'm there with my friends, so we're already have an opportunity to get together and do raids, and I normally don't do raids at all, so it is like the one time where I get out and do some raids, and yeah, just having like the even if it's the not not the big name raids, but just fun raids to do that that would be a, a great incentive for me, definitely. Yeah, you have three hours of people playing your game <laughs> at specific times. Just hit the I don't know, hit the raid button. It's it's easy, Niantic. There, you probably have a little switch. <laughs> just toggle it. Turn on all raids. Uh, they tried to toggle it the other day, and uh, the whole U2 thing failed. Yeah, so I, I think that would significantly increase it. Um, I don't think that makes Community Days perfect, but I think that's a that's a that's definitely a step in the right direction. Agreed. Robert asks, if Pokemon ceased after Gen 2, how would your lives be different? Uh, I wouldn't be doing podcasts, and I Me wouldn't know half either. my friends. Yeah, I don't know. That's such a hard question for me because now I do this full time. I know you wouldn't be doing this full time. You'd be some graphic artist in some tattoo parlor somewhere and make all that money. Ugh, Python. What's eight? Python's good. Uh, While I understand there's a lot of money in coding, I just just not for me. You'd probably be really good at coding. You just don't put your heart. No, the problem with coding is um, I need visuals. So I can't, oh, yeah. I, I can't do code and imagine what it's going to look like. So when I did code, 
um, I had to like keep refreshing and I had to like base it off like the visuals I saw. Otherwise, I didn't know if it was working or not. So that's so interesting to me because when I do coding, I only care about the functionality. Yep. I don't care what it ends up looking like. So I'm like, hey, look, my random number generator is actually generating random numbers. So hooray for me. Yeah, no, I care so much about how it looks that it, I am the world's slowest and worst coder. I don't know how I was a front-end web developer for like five years. <laughs> Do you know, you know what's actually funny is the, the most, I don't know, like I guess satisfying is the word to use. The most satisfying thing to me is when I create code that is very, I don't want to say like nice to look at, but like, I I close all of my tags when I do HTML tagging, which I know a lot of people don't always close all their tags, but I will close a paragraph tag. I will close a break. And just like seeing, like putting together code that's like laid out so nicely and, and properly with the right spacing and tabbing and everything, I, oof, I need to become a coder. I need to get into it. <laughs> Game wise, I mean, I would if Pokemon didn't exist. I mean, I would still play. I would still play games that involve collecting things. So like Final Fantasy, Destiny, Katamari Damacy. Yeah. Um, no, not that kind of. Like I don't. <sighs> you collect stuff in Katamari Damacy. Like the cousins. little items that you pick up, you actually create a catalog of the things that you picked uh, up. With yeah, your Katamari. but that's not. There's like I don't know. There's like a, a like a difference. I think the difference in in Katamari and like Destiny is. I can hold slash show off the thing I've collected, which is like the Pokemon thing, right? You, you, you show off your, your shiny Mewtwo or you show off your, um, uh, event Aerodactyl from Worlds 2019. In Katamari, you're, you're not like, you could show off your catalog, but you as a character are not holding that showing another player. Yeah. But maybe if, if Pokemon hadn't become so popular, Katamari would have taken its place. And with oh, the evolutions okay. and changes over time, you'd be showing off stuff. Yeah. Showing off the stars that you rolled up. Yeah, I don't know what I'd be doing, though, job-wise. I mean, I would still have the job that I have now. Yeah, Greg would probably still be at the same job. I've been, I've been at the same job since Pokemon's been out, so <laughs> I haven't same. left the job. Basically um, same. I would, probably just... I would still do that job. I it's weird because I like think about all the podcasts that I am on are up stem from Pokemon. Like I met people through this community, so I would imagine that eventually I would have probably met people through a different community, maybe Final Fantasy. But like, I don't know. It's like but didn't you lot... start playing Final Fantasy because of this community though? Wasn't it me telling you over and over that you should try it instead of WoW? No. You are help. You are part of it, but no. The big thing is that Brent started playing Final Fantasy fourteen without telling me. Oh, and you have no influence upon that, Brent. Not not yet. Not yet. No, he does laugh when I have you on his Twitch. Twitch <laughs> but he had started playing it a lot, and then you were like, "Oh, I play it a lot too." And then finally, the two of you sold me on trying it. Hmm. Trying it again. I played it at first, and I did not like. I did not like a realm were born. I oh. left it. I don't think, any, I don't think anyone on. liked a Realm Reborn. <laughs> Nobody but, no, but still likes a Realm Reborn. It's really hard to get people to play. We're like, you have to suffer through four hours of gameplay, and then it gets really good. Hmm. Luckily, patch 5.1 is supposed to cut out a bunch of that main story quest. Will, give us our Pokemon of the Week. Last, Last week's. Shares its hidden ability with the most popular, arguably the most popular Pokemon's hidden ability. 
during harsh sunlight, that ability increases its special attack by 1.5, but it takes a 1 8th loss of HP at the end of each turn. Uh, only appears in two side games, Battle Troze and Shuffle. And its typing it makes it weak to the previous week's Pokemon of the Week, but strong against Pokemon that that Pokemon is weak to. This was so easy. Come on, kids. I think I have it. Lilligant. Well, go away. <laughs> <laughs> go away with your no effort answers. It's Houndoom. No. <gasps> Boy, I stumped you both this week. Oh, I think man. this is a first. I think this is the first where Greg's been stumped. Yeah. What what hidden ability does Houndoom have? Well, Houndoom has solar power, which is the hidden ability of Charizard. Mega Houndoom I has that hidden ability. think you're wrong. No, Mega no. Houndoom has solar power, and Charizard oh. has solar power. That's true. Okay. These are accurate. So I Mega was not what I was looking at here. So it's either oh. it's either like mm. Suncurn, Sunflora, Tropius, Helioptile, or Heliolisk. If we're talking right, pure sun solar power. Kern, sun Kern, Sunflora has that as a regular ability, not a heli- hidden ability. Oh. So only Helioptile and Heliolisk have it as a hidden ability. So the answer is Heliolisk, mm. because also Heliolisk is normal electric, which is weak to fighting. Electric normal. But, well, either way. <laughs> but fighting is weak to flying, so electric is strong to flying. Well, I don't know. I'll take it as a win. You, I stumped you guys. Uh, Heliolisk is the only Pokemon with a base stat total of 481. No other Pokemon has a same type combination. Heliolisk is the only non-grass Pokemon to evolve using a Sunstone. Heliolisk is the only Pokemon to have more than five Hangul characters in its Korean name. What? Heliolisk is the only Pokemon possible of three abilities. Dry skin, sand veil, and solar power affected by three weather conditions, rain, sandstorm, and sunlight in total. It's also the only Pokemon with solar power that cannot learn solar beam. See, what, you what? didn't even know Heliolisk was so interesting until yeah. I brought it to your It attention. is actually one of the more interesting. Like, most Gen 6 Pokemon have yeah, zero trivia. <laughs> they do. Uh, so, I think I like the Battle Troze better than the shuffle. Mm. They're not exactly the same? They no, aren't. they redid them all between the two. Shiny is real good, though. Yeah, good shiny. Alright, this week, this is gonna be not as hard, but definitely well, not easy. Well. You're gonna have to listen, folks. I, know I don't wanna listen. For, for, for my friends who have difficulties paying attention, take a minute, step away from the podcast, go drink a sugary drink, then come back so that you'll have a little bit of time to focus on this week's non-Pokemon of the week. What? This week for Pokemon of the Week. Agumon. Craig, you just made me laugh. <laughs> just the way you said what. <laughs> Let me get back to it. This week for Pokemon of the Week, we are not having a Pokemon. It is the end of summer, and we are celebrating the beginning of the harvest season. 
In the world of Pokemon, there are some items that must be used on Pokemon and some items that a Pokemon can use for themselves. Many times, these second types of items have an in-battle trigger that indicates when the Pokemon will choose to use it. This week, the item is of that second sort. In line with the harvest season, since the Sinnoh region, you are able to generate almost as many of this item as you would like. I have found, as it is a particular hobby of mine to focus on this sort of cultivation, that in Alola, you can only hold a maximum of 999. You can certainly grow more, but they will not be stored anywhere. I think Ghost-type and Psychic-type Pokémon will gain the most benefit from this item. Honestly, they are actually the only Pokémon types that would consume this item at all. Finally, if you are making Poffins, when used alone, this item will generate a Sweet Poffin. So there you go. Not a Pokemon, but a mystery either way. All right. That is our episode. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Sorry this episode was so rant-heavy between Go and the anime. Look, we got a lot of things to rant about. Sometimes I listen back to old episodes, mostly to like check audio levels of like, ah, oh, maybe Greg was a little too quiet this episode, which is almost never true. <laughs> Rude. And it was like three episodes ago. I was like, man, I sounded really condescending during this one part. I was like, I was trying to make a joke, but it just I just came off as a jerk. <laughs> uh, so hopefully, hopefully it never comes off like I'm being a jerk. Um, so I apologize if that's, if that's the case, but we will be back next week. Uh, I will be out in California this weekend though for TwitchCon. So if, even if you don't care about Twitch or you're, uh, or you're not going, but you're in the San Diego area, I will be, I will be in San Diego. Uh, I think I already have all my trades lined up for Pokemon Go. Um, so if you want a special trade, I think I'm, I'm think I'm locked for that. But if you want to say hi. Uh, or or whatnot, you can find me. You can just tweet at me at Dragging a Lake or at Pokemon Podcast. I believe we're trying going to try to get a group of people to do some Pokemon Go on Sunday around noon. I don't think there's an event specifically, but I think we're just going to walk around and play Go together. If you were interested, again, if you're in the San Diego area, but you can follow Greg on Twitter at White Wing, and you can follow Will on Twitter at Wash in the Sink. I think that's it. I probably have some house cleaning, but I can't remember. I know the giveaway is still going as of this episode. It ends on Wednesday, but there was an ad at the beginning of the episode reminding you of the giveaway. Um, so there's that. Review us in iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Something, something. I think that's it. We will be back next week. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective.
Like every podcast on the internet, we are funded by Patreon. This is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on Patreon. A huge thank you to Kevin, Cygnus, Patrick, Jet, Jeffrey, Matthew, Alex, Catherine, Pancake, and Anthony. Thank you all for the support. If you've made it to the end of this episode listening to this promo, that is also support. So thank you. Appreciate it. We will see you next week.